your home for all the nerd news you need to know. Welcome to AU Radio. Yay! Yay! With us over at the Caterpillar Cafe Comics Corner, it's George. Hello. And over at the AU Radio News Desk, it's Corey. That's my name. At the desk, I will not pronounce its name correctly. It's Katie. Horror. Spoopy. Spoopy? Hey, that's yes. me. <laughs> I like spoopy. Coming in from spoopy. the... Spoopy. Lend me your comb. <laughs> Coming in from the AU Dumpster Diaries, it's Derek. Fresh from the alley. And so fresh and so clean, clean? No, no. no. He's fresh from something, for sure. God, Derek. Uh, tonight on the control panels, we got Sam. We should, I would really like to hear that. Those diaries. Just do I've been, I've donate been, to our Patreon. I've been we'll trying to pimp the AU dumpster diaries for a while now. Let's hey, make it happen. For us. I, I could write some dumpster diaries. You want to get some monologues going? Tales from the alley. Oh, a hey, la, hey. la Jack Handy. Write them. Send them to me. I'll post them on the Patreon page. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll start writing some dumpster diaries. We'll, we'll just That's get fine. like a couch, pull it out of the dumpster, <laughs> set it up, and just yeah. Put it. Put Derek in a smoking jacket. Welcome, everyone. I'll have to pull like up the uh, actual graphic I made up for the, the dumpster diaries. It's just rainwater yeah. flipping with the big yeah. bee. Yeah. Because there's a big bee by the dumpster. Because there's this big bee. <laughs> um, Katie, <laughs> wait, hold on. Katie, that is the funniest thing you have ever said in your entire life, and no one heard it but nope. me. What did you say? <laughs> oh, I said I was going to, we should get him a smoking jacket and the couch and be like, welcome, everyone. And then, he's, and then Sam was like, oh, he's got a glass Sam of whiskey. Sam said glass of whiskey, and she said, yeah, but it's just like dirty rainwater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I've got a smoking jacket you could borrow. So. That's fine. I, I have one, too. That's good. Oh, yeah. I'm your plucky sidekick, Donnie, and this is episode 20. Do the dead have rights? Mm. Mm. Um, mm. There's probably a legal answer to that There's question. There's a context. <laughs> Are we talking about, like, exhuming graves? Are we talking, like, creative control? Like, so, what are we talking? Are we talking about cannibalism? What's happening? The big story this week... So, Fast and Furious 9 will be going to space. Oh, no. What? They no. finally jumped the shark. Oh, and my God. with that news <laughs> came that Paul Walker will be back in the movie. <laughs> no. Your douchey movie franchise is falling apart, and I'm going to watch it burn and no. eat popcorn so, as I watch it. with that... And we've got Princess Leia coming back. No. And then earlier, while I was actually preparing this story, yesterday was announced that James Dean will be returning for a movie about Vietnam uh -huh. later next year. I we've been calling that. this for years. So here's, <clears throat> I'll start because apparently no one else has anything to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> if the estate or the family approves it, I mean, that's kind of how the, you know, that's, that's the legality of it. So if the state approves it now using it unapproved, obviously is bad. Princess Leia, when they cut back to her much younger, um, Grandma Tarkin, perfect example. From I, Rogue One? Yes. I thought that was fantastic. I agree. It was done properly. It was done with respect. And the family approved it. 
See, I'm kind of surprised that you're down for this, being that anytime there's a reboot and established <laughs> actors get a role, you're like, they should have used somebody new. Right. That you're down for James Dean making an appearance 50 I, well, I years didn't after he James died. Dean. Can I, I just... Can no, I I'm just, saying the, right. the, the fact that you're okay with this technology being used like this. That was the best Derek impression ever. <laughs> no, it was awesome. It was awesome. No, but but my, I mean, my point is like, if we're going by the book legally... If the state approves it, there's really nothing anyone can so, do. I'm not saying legally. I'm okay. saying... I think you did say legally, well, but continue. Okay, there's Donnie. a lot of different aspects. Donnie, so, okay. Ethically. <laughs> how do you feel ethically that we're... That is a totally different question, though. That's fair. So how is it, how is it any different than people continuing to do the state? What is the difference between... Putting them in via CGI and using the Stanley cameos that already that were already recorded before he passed, because he gave permission to have these cameos used after his death. Okay, he made these anticipating I'm going to die soon. Use these to your advantage. Right. I don't think uh, James Dean was like you know fifty years from now and technology's <laughs> right. better. Put me in a movie there, that, Skip. That one is a weird one, obviously. I don't even know how that can be good or how they can do that. I mean, that's just a very weird. Where mine goes is who gets credit for that movie? Is it the like is Mr. Person as... No, in the like in the credits role. Like, well, is it, it going to be ja James it, Dean as this person or this would, person so as James Dean do, as this person? So it's what they do with... Uh, CGI movies, they'll they'll post credits for the entire team that specifically worked on this one character. Does that make sense? Sure, but there's a line that'll be for that person's role in the in the credits role. There'll be one name that's next right, to that. Right, so it's just going to be 30 people for one person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a part in the credits where it does. I, anyways, I'm just, is there, yeah. are they going to credit James Dean with whatever character he's playing or is it going to be I'm the voice sure, actor? Actually, I'm sure what will happen is it'll say James Dean as blah and then at the end there'll be a We'd like to thank the James Dean estate for, sure, you sure. know. Okay, let's, uh, here's, here's my take. If you are using the visage of a person who portrayed a character to continue that character in whatever perpetuity, uh, I don't really have a problem with that, especially if, you know, again, the estate's cool. Taking somebody who's dead and just, putting them in a new movie is essentially putting other work actors out of work and dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, and that's the thing with the James Dean thing. Like I that's did, did he yeah. film half of this movie and then they're trying to recreate Oh no, 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 no. This is a brand See, new movie. That, that I, that I cannot and, and support. And for me, it, it, that is going to lead to a slippery slope. What yeah. happens to actors that are long gone who don't have family anymore to okay it? Are they public domain now? Right. Or did they set up? No, I agree. I'm 100% well, agree that, with that, that. That's where I'm I'm wondering because so for quite a while, Jimi Hendrix family had a very, very tight reign on his estate. They wouldn't let toys be made with his visage, um, any posters for quite a while. What happens when, you know, the family's completely out of the picture at this point? And the estate is just some hedge fund making a ton of money off somebody. And then they just start selling their likeness. That's what's it's, it's the same thing that's happening with Prince right now. And unfortunately, I don't know how he went through life without some advisor saying, hey, head, 
sorry, Sam, make a will. Yeah. Because now, because as much as I want to hear everything that's in that vault, yep. I also don't. Because if he wanted it to be put out, it would have been put out. Because you're going to sit there in the theater listening to it and going, wait, what if it sucks? Theater, every album that comes Prince. out. It's like if he wanted us, if he wanted, if Prince wanted me to hear this, it would have been out by now. He recorded it in 1985. Yeah. So it's a really hard thing. Like I said, um, with the Grand Tarkin thing, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, like it, it worked. And I, I was... So I don't know. I don't know if you can draw a hard line. I think it depends on the product and who's doing it and the care and respect that's done while it's being, you know, created. I'm just letting you guys know that when I die, you are not allowed to take samples of my voice. And you, music already signed, you already signed you that away. Not tough. Yeah. Yeah, yep. not, not happening. You already signed it's it. Happening. Not signed happening. Your you were signed for care. Coachella 2075, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I, am not, I am not. No. No, I will come back and hunt you guys. No. I will knock <laughs> stuff over. I'll unplug microphones. Do you really I think we're going to last until Coachella 75? We oh, won't. Yeah. Okay. She's oh, going to no. be oh, really no. hologram. No, 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 no. Coachella this is your guys' retirement she, plan. She's the star anyway. We're lucky that. to make it to next week. Oh, as far as uh, episode nine goes, they're using footage that was already shot for part of it. Other no. part is going to be CGI. No, I think it was all... I don't think they're doing no. any CGI. That, JJ came out and said that yeah. like 10 times. It's she all, would not be CGI. It's mm. all previously shot stuff. So they obviously have the rights to that. I'm sure in her contract in, you know, page 97, paragraph 4, stroke J. Well, Carrie was also really close friends with a lot of like the higher ups pe of people that were that are making all of the Star Wars movies. So they, they are... It, at least they are having well, some semblance of trying to keep that integrity there. Whereas with the whole James Dean and the Paul Walker thing of him going into space, I don't really think that they have that same reference. Taking, a, taking it back around to how are you feeling as a Fast and the Furious fan about this choice? Uh, so I had talked about the spinoff yeah. and how horrible that, that movie was. Calvin and Hobbes? Yes. <laughs> Actually, I think it was on the episode we lost. But I am so ready to give up on the franchise after seeing how bad that spinoff was. Um, and, and the fact that they're like, we're going to go into space this time. I'm like, yeah, yeah you know, there's nowhere else to go at this oh, wait, point. Wait, I forgot the obligatory Fast and Furious. In space! So yeah, I'm... <laughs> you thought you were going to get away with And the fact that they're that. bringing Paul Walker back after such a tremendous send-off that they gave him in seven, I, I feel dirty. Uh, honestly, <laughs> yeah. as a Fast fan I'm, as you should i feel dirty that they feel the need to bring paul walker go back get another go get another tribal tattoo but <laughs> on the same hand though he's got two brothers and they actually stood in for scenes on fast seven that they weren't finished with yeah that look exactly like him listen like so, i said if they're okay. all on board and they can so, do it with respect and it makes sense for the film i'm for I'm okay for fast it. in space Listen, yeah, it'll make sense for the film. Look, man, I mean, uh, for all we know, Paul Walker was paying those guys <gasps> mortgage. Like, maybe they need to, what you if, know, pay I, their I'm not hating that. I don't know. What so, if it's just a shot-for-shot shot remake of Jason X and Paul Walker just goes nuts and starts killing everybody? That's crazy, Miss Katie. I'd watch the crap out of that movie. I just want to finish one thought on episode nine before you go, Corey. So episode nine with Carrie Fisher. So from day one... Seven was supposed was uh, Harrison Hans, Ford's. It yeah. was Harrison Ford's film. His goodbye. Eight was Mark Hamill's goodbye. 
Nine had, was always set up to be Carrie Fisher's film. Well, she was supposed to be like what they're saying is she was supposed to be the last Jedi. Right. She was the so <clears throat> she was gonna wield the saber. I mean, oh. she was gonna whoop some ass. It was her film. So with the the pre-filmed uh footage and and the story that JJ had to come in and save this thing. You have no idea how much you just pissed me off. Well, I didn't, probably do, but... I didn't know. I don't care. No, not you, Derek. Oh, okay. Corey. I do care. I didn't know that was supposed to be a thing, and I'm so... I'm, like, shaking. I'm so angry that I never got to see that. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. we all are. So, I'm so angry right now. So that's why I'm okay with them using footage. If if As long as it's not ridiculous, I'm fine with it. So... I'm so hypocritical. So on I think I think this is a case by case basis, yeah, man. I agree. I think it's hard to make a blanket statement because, to be honest with you, we wouldn't have one of our favorite films of all time if this wasn't the thing. You're speaking of the crow. The crow? Absolutely, I, I, I was yeah. just going to. I was waiting crow. to see if you yeah. were following. No, no, I was no, no. in. I, I we thought were both it, in. No, because I started thinking back to when. This started a trend, and it, as far as I can remember, it was the crow that opened mm -hmm. this Pandora's box. But for most cases, like the crow, that movie was ninety five percent done shooting. Right, right, and that that's all I'm saying. Though in that case, I'm totally okay with yeah. it. So, but and and for Star Wars, I'm okay with it because the movie had centered around her. She had started filming that movie. Yeah. With the other two, the Lost in Space and uh, the James Dean James one. Dean one, I hate it. The fact <laughs> that they're bringing characters back from the dead without them signing on for that movie, it, it's a slippery slope in my opinion. It's just I got a feeling it's gonna. We're already getting reboot and rehash. Next thing you know, we're gonna get Laurel and Hardy meet. No, right. You know. Right. But here's here's the, the MIB thing. crew. Is let's <laughs> look at. I mean, like the integrity of any of it is gone when you look at what's being done with like deep fakes. Right. Right. Because have you seen the one with the, they took Jim Carrey and put him in the shining mm -hmm. and then ran it compared to Nicholson. It looks amazing. Okay. I would watch I would, the crap out of it. Though. So would I, but I don't like it. No. I, I, think, I don't like it either. I don't like this at all. The fact Sorry. that deep fake technology has gotten so cheap and so good that you're seeing Nick Offerman is the entire cast of Full House okay. just because somebody oh. had time to this is, and to do it. He, he talked hilarious. about that on his Hot Ones episode. Okay. Have you watched yeah. that yet? No, is he on? It's amazing. I just want to go full, like, I just want, I know this. that's what this podcast is for, but I just want to go on just a little bit of a nerdy rant right now. <laughs> I love this country so much because we took something like deep fakes, which was used predominantly for adult films and they made it so good and so sophisticated and so well done and so easily accessible every, it is now a matter of national security every that is the best thing technological ever. advancement <laughs> in the past 40 years is because, because of porn. porn yep every single one of them I'm the reason you can go on happen. the reason you can go on to amazon today and buy something at 3 a.m. in your underwear is because porn was the first to process credit cards online. Mm -hmm. Thank you, porn industry. It's magnificent. So we're going to jump to a quick other topic. Uh, we had uh, one of our, our loyal listeners uh, wanted to hear about uh, Terminator. Dark it, Fate 
launched this week to an abysmal amount of money. Oh, I I didn't know that was out. Because no one cares. So I just didn't know. This we're gonna make this into kind of a mini topic. So why do you think at this point nobody cares? Is it because the cast is too old? They've convoluted the timeline so much? Or yeah. I think every yeah. I think it's just I think the story's been told. And there are aspects of the story that I would love to see, but I'm a diehard Terminator fan and most people aren't in like I could watch any Arnie movie ever, but the majority of people aren't like that. He's not doesn't have pecs the size of my head anymore. I I think in today's day and age where everyone knows everything about everything and everyone's an expert and people are so far up their own ass, they they have they can get on a podcast and say how they feel. Um, what really? But, but the thing is, is this movie critic wise got really good reviews. Exactly. That's, that, that's what they I'm said. Hearing. They said it is probably close to T two. That's what I'm trying to quality. say. Those were the those were the elevator pictures I was hearing too. What was the film we were talking about that was like it was buried by reviewers uh, and, and and Rotten Tomatoes before it even Hellboy? came out. <laughs> I, well, no, I want to say help, but there was another one that ended up doing like fantastically. We talked mm. about it probably, I don't know, six, eight months ago, last winter. And it, it, it broke box office records and all this kind of crap. That's the problem. There's too many leaks. There's too much information. There's too much crap. And people just didn't show up for it. Mm. Um, everything I've heard so far from people that have actually seen it that <laughs> don't even give a rip about the Terminator franchise are saying it's one of the funnest movies they've seen in a while. So I'm just saying, just go to the movies and watch a movie. So here's like, everyone's not a critic. Yeah. So here's where I, I'm at with it is I think we're at what? Six. This is six or seven in the franchise. Yeah, and the Something last like four that, were yeah. total garbage. So That's, when, when T1 first came out, we were quite spry and young. The people that have been, you know, with the franchise this entire time, they've gotten to the point where they're like, They've been burned a couple times now, yep. and they're like, yep. "I can now wait until streaming. It's not sure. worth spending thirty dollars to go out and see it in the theater. I will wait." Yeah, it's the boyfriend agree. that cheats on you a couple times. You're right. like, "Let hold on." Hold the younger, on. the younger crowd, and I'm, I don't mean to insult the two of you. I need some space, but <laughs> you guys probably grew up being extremely indifferent to this franchise. I, I, I bite your tongue, sir. Terminator Two is like one of my favorite movies ever made. I watched that more than any other R-rated movie before I. That's because was... it's one of the greatest films ever. Made. Terminator the is the greatest ones, love though, story ever told. So, I agree. <laughs> but, but, but I'm saying people your generation. That's fair. That's fair. Didn't get the attachment with T1. Yeah. That's. And fair. so you yep. guys, God your your demographic, and I and I, I apologize for <laughs> it's generalizing. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. But. Your demographic isn't going to be rushing to the theater. And you guys are where the money is when it comes to theaters. That's no, funny. no, no. Absolutely. I understand that most people my age probably have only seen, if any, the first Terminator movie. I understand that. You're, Donnie, you're making the mistake of <laughs> of talking to us when we're not we're not the normal. Well, no, I, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying your age group, your demographic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. they're not going to rush out to a new Terminator <laughs> movie yeah. because what they started with hasn't been good. Sure. Yeah. So that that's why the box office is so low. Here's what I think needs to happen to fix this franchise. It needs to be nuked to the ground completely and then a huge gap, eight to ten years of nothing, and then start fresh with a reboot of the first episode with somebody fresh, somebody hot, 
and then start over. Did anybody Only way that's gonna no. did anybody actually no. see the one with Khaleesi as the sidekick? Yes. Was it was it bad? It was very bad. Super terrible. Dumpster All right. fire. All right. I yeah. see it. I, I lost my trust like a couple movies one. ago at this point, and it's not that I don't love T2 particularly, but this does I do kind of want to go out for this one. I, I will see it. But like I said, it'll probably be once I can stream it. Be- but I mean, they brought back Linda Hamilton. They brought mm-hmm. back uh, James Cameron, he, and it's what? still yeah. Cameron was involved in this movie. Oh, so from from that's the main reason I've checked out, right? So, so Donnie and Corey, from our generation standpoint, I did not even give a second breath to think to see anything after T two. This film, I want to go see in the theater because I think it's going to do us justice from what I've seen and what I've read and what I've heard. Um, and, yeah, but and you were excited to see this new Rambo movie, too, and we know where that went. <laughs> Only oh. because people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's an idiot I, but me. I think this is on a... Yes. Thank you, Miss Katie. <laughs> uh, I, think that's on a, I think that film is on a different level. I wasn't compelled. I didn't see it in the theater. I'll wait for streaming on that one, but I I think I'm going to go see it tomorrow night, and I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of excited for it. You should be. I mean, like I said, it's getting really good reviews, just nobody's showing up for it. So let's see it, what happens. I, I think that's a trend. Again, we've talked about this a, a million times. Unless it has a $350 million budget and it's a Marvel movie, like I just don't think that films are going to get their return on investment in this day and age. When I have an 80 inch 4k ultra HD TV in my freaking basement. Right. And the beers are frosty cold and (laughs) they're literally like 50 cents a can in my refrigerator, 10 feet away. Like, why would I go take my family and pay a hundred dollars? You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it just, it just, the industry is changing and, and some people are caught up and some people haven't caught up yet. So what do you all think? Uh, give us a right in. Let us know. Because uh, honestly, I think we're kind of torn on these two topics today. Yeah. So, um, Speaking of Marvel, Roger Corman, B-movie legend, chimed in on the whole is Marvel cinema debate okay, this week. Now I'm listening. Okay. Roger Corman said he thinks that Marvel movies are way too simplistic and dumbed down. He? Roger Corman. The man who has put out 16 movies that have been MST3K'd. Yeah. Oh my that God. guy. I love so I love Roger Corman movies, but really, bro. Right. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he has. You that. don't ever get to talk to me. You made Death Race. You don't ever get to talk to me about that. I don't okay. think he has. And a I love Death Race. Oven. He's not entirely wrong on some of the movies, is the thing. The there were a couple Thor movies that I was not a well, fan of. Well, everybody's not going to be a fan of everything. We've, we, we've beat that horse dead several times. Right. But for a man who is known for nothing but schlock movies to come out and slam another franchise, I guess you'd call it. Rob Leafield talks crap about other artists all the time. It's never stopped him before. Oh, points, yeah, and his career points. is just yeah, we soaring want, right we now. We want to emulate Wayfield. <laughs> I, I think Corman is just, he probably had 
last month he sent a bunch of scripts to Scorsese and he was probably just hoping that Scorsese would pick <laughs> one of them up if Aww. he agreed with Oh, you him. mean Sharktopus yeah. 4 didn't get greenlit? Oh my god. So, so uh Scorsese did come out and clarify. He did. He he, he yeah, he did an opt-ed piece. Yeah. I felt like he was kind of digging his hole a little deeper yeah, with a little that whole mess, but, little backpedaling. Uh-huh. <laughs> what what was the idea? So he he's he keeps referring to the theme park theme of Marvel movies. Oh, okay. He's not wrong. Which I don't no, disagree that, with. Yeah. But guess what? Martin. <laughs> <laughs> They're making two billion dollars worldwide. I mean, so that doesn't negate. I and did, you, I, Martin, are currently making a Netflix movie. So well, I, I mean, disagree it, with be, him, but that doesn't fair, negate his point. It was released in theaters and it's also Netflix kind of simultaneously, which guess what? It's a new method. So he's not entirely an idiot either. No, but <laughs> to, to be slamming a billion dollar franchise yeah, and again, right now Netflix is the only one willing to finance your movie. I still go back to the fact that he, I just don't think he was directly slamming it. I think what he said was just taken the wrong way. You kids I, get off my yard. What? I just watered it. I think, what movie did he make for Netflix? <clears throat> it's called The Irishman. The Irishman, which is, I mean, it's, I, I can't wait to see it. It's, it's going to be. Pesci and De Niro. Yeah, and Pesci's out of retirement. I it's Goodfellas. It's Casino. It's every mobster movie Scorsese's ever made. And it might be, you know, the goodbye letter the for song. that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean. That sounds uh, cool, actually. Oh, no, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. There's no way it's going to be bad. Um, so there was some other Marvel news this week. Uh, John Barenthal will be returning as the Punisher in a future MCU movie. Yeah. Ooh, Along just... with that, Charlie Cox and Kristen Ritter will be returning as their signature roles on Disney Plus. Huh. Along with a whole bunch of other people that are going to Disney Plus right. from the movies, which is pretty cool. The only two that seem to be up in the air is they are not taking Skippy back as Iron Fist. <laughs> Good, and, good. Um, no one oh cares. My God. And uh, Skippy Luke Cage will not be returning with the same actor. Oh, oh that's a bummer. That I is love a bummer. He's a good. He's a good Luke Cage. So he, there's that dead ringer. And in the well, um, Marvel news, the <laughs> Rock. Did you just turn into Eddie Vedder? <laughs> <laughs> so it was Marvel news. It was rumored from a very accurate source apparently <laughs> that the rock will be appearing mm. as anyone guesses anybody, anybody? Uh, i don't know i don't care tell me ben grim oh jesus really yeah. what <laughs> there we go that's stupid so cgi the, and everything that's the stupid the thing. rock is, is going rock. to play the rock yes that's okay. stupid. No. If I were Dwayne the Rock Johnson right now, I would have quit that job. Guess what? <laughs> Sitting if, here, you looking at me like that. <laughs> if this no. goes through, the <laughs> MCU has officially jumped the shark. Is yeah. His, is it's his, not M. Oh, yeah, never mind. No. His, if that happens, I will agree and say that Marvel uh, movies are not cinematic. Also, I, stop doing Fantastic Four movies. Right, I don't need that. <laughs> right. Also, yes. Is his dork Points. made out of orange rock too? <laughs> He's obsessed with superhero genitalia. The, the only way I'm okay with this is if it's a series, not a film. They're not going to have the money for it if it's a series. Th- they're 
dumping some dough. They've spent two hundred Fantastic Four. They spent two hundred fifty million dollars on Mandalorian. Disney Plus is, is yeah. trying to garner subscribers. Yeah, that's that's Star Wars. Something that consistently is profitable. <laughs> also, unlike also true. Unlike Fantastic Four. So is Fantastic Four squarely in uh, Disney's hands now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> also, to get around the Hulk not being able to be in Marvel movies, they've announced <laughs> that Amadeus Cho Hulk. Oh my God! Will be. See? The next Hulk, which honestly, <laughs> I don't hate that. Katie's so, favorite Marvel. Here's character. the thing: is she just threw something? The Young What's Avenger, the Young Avengers, is slated. We know that that is going to be a movie, so now they can get a Hulk into that movie without what? having the Hulk. What are you complaining about? Amadeus chose rad. Amadeus chose sucks. Ooh, you guys, whatever, you don't like the, the fog. <laughs> You're Even me, I'm out of that realm. You guys are literally some of the people at this table are the one percent for that. Like that's not gonna, it's not gonna make the broad spectrum. No, people aren't gonna understand that. That's not. I I feel like there's if they're really leaning into the new generation of characters again, the kids that are going to go see these movies with their families aren't going to care. They're going to see a Hulk on screen and be excited. So you mean to tell me that I don't, I don't care about the little kids that are excited to see Hulk on <laughs> screen. I don't care about those well, kids. I know you don't. <laughs> the kids. But, so, but that's the thing. Sorry. Like They're starting, I mean, if they're going to keep this going, they're going to have to start keep well. You're losing the integrity of the story, though. The entire He's integrity. Part so of you the Marvel Universe. Me, you mean to tell me that I don't get, that not only do I not get another Hulk movie i don't get another well, planet i don't ever get a planet hulk movie i don't ever get any sort of immortal hulk storylines but i get amadeus cho for now dude Go piss in your own yard the, the animated planet hulk movie is that was timely. excellent yeah it's perfect and honestly the last thor movie was as close to a live action planet i know hulk but i'm still true. mad that's very about true. it i still want it oh i don't and think any of us disagree in this. because chris hemsworth was in it and had thor so I don't know if anybody would agree, disagree with the fact that getting a Planet Hulk movie, especially with like if they had the current guy who was there, that yeah. would be amazing. But they legally can't do that from what it sounds like. Right. So I know. I understand honestly, that. I'm just mad that, about it. That's, that's also why the animated Planet Hulk movie had a uh, horse face Thor as the villain instead Beta of Silver Ray, Surfer. His name is Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> That's okay. also true. Buckaroo Bonsai. He's, because a, he's, a, he's a character created by Walter Simonson, one of the greatest artists and writers of all time, and you will show him respect. So that's why they had to have him instead of Silver Surfer is because Silver Surfer was still owned by yep. Sony. No, no, Fox. Yeah, Fox yeah. at that point. So that's why they had to make that change. So <laughs> now we're slowly starting to get all these characters under one umbrella. We might start seeing accurate Marvel movies. Yes, but point. that's a, see a, see that's a positive of it. The negative of, of it is when the New World Order starts to reveal itself to the masses, and then we're all screwed. The lizard Wrong people. Show. Wrong yep. show. <laughs> no, I just think, it back. It, I just think <laughs> it's a disaster. It just to it just word vomits sometimes. I'm um, sorry. Last little bit of Marvel news. Uh, it was reported, and it hasn't been confirmed yet, but it looks like uh, Rami Malek will be cast as Moon Knight. Really? Okay. Yes. That's an interesting choice. That I, I thought am... so, too. I am not opposed to that one bit. Nope. Because in what? In the, the Moon Knight in TV the Moon show. Night? In the Moon Knight TV show on Disney+. Plus. $300 billion blockbuster? No. <laughs> it's a TV show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Guys. I, I like Moon Knight a lot. Disaster. I'm actually really excited for that. I don't. I like. I him. like the idea of Moon Knight. Yeah. I'm. I'm intrigued how that character has had his comic go for so long without any real exposure to the 
you know, it's hardcore nerds that have kept that, yep. that yeah. character pretty alive. much, pretty much. Uh, anybody out there listening and you want to check out Moon Knight, there is a six issue run by Warren Ellis and uh, Declan Shelby that is really good. It's really good. Yes. Uh, it's all like one shot stories and they're amazing. If you want to just get, it's a little bit of a modern take on him who's wearing a suit instead of his classic outfit, but it works and it was awesome. Into the Spider-Verse 2 is fired shots <gasps> at Disney. Oh, wait. By releasing oh. their movie one week before Black Panther 2. Oh, I see. I see. We jumped the gun a little there. Oh. Got excited. How do you how do you guys think that's gonna go? Uh I you know, slight, fine. slightly different crowds. I mean, you got the family crowd for Into the Spider-Verse, and you have the more maybe They're I don't doing know. they're doing the exact same thing that every Stephen King movie has been doing for the past like five years is it's always two of them at a time and it's like oh my god the dark tower mo- the dark tower movie's coming out within the same like week as it part 1 oh and i finally every- watched that that every- was amazing it's really good <laughs> thank you for letting me borrow that Corey. part 1 right no problem. Part, yeah just part chapter one. 1 yeah okay yeah and um pet cemetery <laughs> did it and it- and then we all wonder oh my god why didn't this movie do very well i just want to point out to Mister over there, <laughs> a different clown movie decimated the the primary clown movie this summer. What did you see the box office totals for it too compared to the Joker? Oh, this was the summer of clowns and whatever, <laughs> dude. It was never going to be the same thing. And a surprisingly low amount of creepy clowns walking the streets this October. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, right? did shock me. I, I was expecting more. I, was Actually, I did see quite a bit of people doing a Joker. And Well, no, yeah. I'm talking about the people kind of that were a... like standing in front of, in like baseball fields and elementary school. Yeah, whatever happened. That, like, that, that whole knife. thing just kind of just went away. Because people started getting the crap beat out of them and they're like, oh, this isn't uh, fun you know anymore. Why? Because everyone figured out that the Wrinkles of Clown documentary was... Hot garbage. <laughs> Did you hate it? So I you, hated the fact that it was an actual, like, real documentary about a douchebag. Is that editable, <laughs> Sam? Can I say douchebag? Yes. Douchebag. Douchebag. Bag of douches. <laughs> you know where else you can find out about douches? <gasps> oh my god! We Underground files. No, no. Oh, no. 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 Okay. I had it set up and then they jumped to douches, so I was just going oh, with it. Folks. Terrible. Oh no! It was terrible. It was terrible. You know where else you can find out about killer clowns? Where? From outer space. In space. <laughs> yeah, you got to go to space for those. Well, hello everyone. Hi. Hi. So disappointing. <laughs> Just isn't the same. That's such a we, letdown. We have some comic Why books. Don't we have the soundboard. Because <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to do it. We'll fix it in post. Comics corner. Hey, hi, how, well, hello everyone. Hi. Got to got to say it right at the beginning, or else it doesn't feel right. Hi, George. Hello. We had some comics. Yay, comics! Uh, I'm just gonna go through these pretty quick, but that's okay. We got uh, the. You know what? We're gonna start with this one. Did you, Corey, read this? No, I didn't see that. So anybody in the world that is a fan of Lock and Key, go to your comic book shop locally and pick up this one shot. It is super delightful. It's about a dog that eats the the animal key and hangs out with his humans all day. Oh, that's awesome. It's the best. 
Oh, that's awesome. Does, does anybody know what's going on with the TV show of that? Uh, you know, uh, slow, but slow, but slow movement. That's all Very I know. Very slow. Um, they do give a bit of a tease to the fact that Lock and Key Proper, the comic book, will be coming back. Whoa. Woo! So that's amazingly exciting that's for anybody awesome. that is a Joe Hill fan, Stephen King fan. If you haven't read Lock and Key, do it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so that's that's exciting. Uh, we had die number nine out this week, which is that uh, D and D Jumanji crossover. Not literally, but but basically, <laughs> figuratively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Travis and I had a a bit of an interesting conversation about Undiscovered Country, which is a comic book in which the uh, United States of America uh, kind of vanishes off the face of the map or behind these big like barrier walls, kind of like you know somebody's. I guess never mind. Not gonna go there. The dome. <laughs> so. After 30 years of radio silence, the United States of America starts reaching out to um, all these different places in the world and offering uh, to bring them in and uh, share their resources and all this. And it goes very badly, very quickly. And the United States has transformed into a very weird place in that time. That's the only elevator pitch I'm going to give because it was really crazy. And stuff. Did you happen to read this? I did. Did you like it? No. Oh, you didn't? Not really. I'm going to reread it because I was distracted yesterday. Okay. But it, yeah, it didn't really grab me. The Legion of Superheroes, number one, which I'm liking way more than I was expecting to. Um, but it's uh, Brian Bendis, and this one is uh, drawn by Ryan Souk, who is phenomenal. Although I do want to shout out to Travis. I finally, after months of hounding, it finally arrived. Thank you very much for finally getting me my Legion power ring. Hey! It completes my ring collection <laughs> for my trophy room. So. There you go. There you go. Uh, they were always going to come in this week. Well, see, when they first announced it, mm-hmm. that comic was supposed to come out at the end of September. Oh, gotcha. That's why I jumped the gun so much. Gotcha, I- gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's out. Uh, and if you, uh, if you, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to recommend this book because Legion of Superheroes is traditionally one of the, doof- like, you know, I wouldn't say dumber, but more cheesy, kind of campy. I guess that's what I'm going for. It's a little bit more campy than almost every other team book. So did you get to read it? I did. Okay. Which Superboy is that? That So what the piece of the puzzle that I'm missing is that these guys showed up in, I think it was Action Comics and Supergirl, and I didn't read those comics, so I don't know where the storyline actively started with these guys. Okay, because by the way he's drawn, he looks like, Clark Kent's son. Yeah. That's that Superboy. That is supposed to be who it Connor, is. Or not Connor. Jo- Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So, that, so many Superboys. But I don't know where the timeline is with right. him because he looks a little older than the current Jonathan. Right. Is. Right. So we'll see. I guess it'll, I mean, time travel is always weird with these guys because they're from a thousand years in the future. Um, there was all sorts of crazy uh, acetate covers this week that had uh, really cool like images on the cover, and mm-hmm. then a and then a little flop, uh, like a fold out like clear bit that reveals another image on the <laughs> oh, back. I didn't even see that. Yeah. The Harley one is dope. The Harley one was really good. It's got her in like a, a like a mech suit, uh, saying Cowabunga, and then you pull it back. Wait a minute, that's not the cover I got. You got the Frank Joe one. Yeah, it was just a regular cover. Yeah, that's the Frank Joe one. You swap it out for this one if you want. Okay. Too much work. Okay. Grumble, grumble. (laughs) You come to a comic shop every week. I know, but I don't like pull them out of the bag and open them up. That's fair. That seems rude. No, you can't. We Travis Travis always puts the alternate covers in my box and then I choose at the check stand. See, I always I always go up to the (laughs) Love you, Travis. I always go up to the rack and I'm like, (laughs) choose which cover I think is cooler and 
Like that, there's no way of telling in the bag if it's an acetone cover. Right. But yeah, that was cool. I'll have to buy it that one, too. You can swap it out. Ah, I've already read the other one. All right. Fingerprints are on it. Fair enough. Murder weapon. So he's got a <laughs> schmegma all over it, so. Uh, le- the justice. <laughs> free speech jail, Derek. Immediate oh, automatic sh- felony yeah. grade no free felony speech jail. Grade. Immediate. You are going to maximum security Jesus. free speech jail. Get that out of my face. <laughs> no. Hard no. Keep going, George. Justice League number 35 is out this week, and it's insane. Uh, and it looks like our world is pretty much doomed uh, to fall under the new powers that be. And uh, that's also the only reason that it's going to survive. Told you. So how much longer is the Justice League going to keep swapping titles with the Legion of Doom? Oh, they just, they, that was another just thing for this week. Well, it's, no, they've been doing this for a while. Well, they have the focus comics where they're going back and pulling back and showing you what the villains are doing. And almost every time that they do that, they'll put them on the title instead. They still have Justice League in very fine print right there in the corner. Hey, guess what, comic book uh, people, maker people? (laughs) It's confusing. When you start doing crap like that, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm old and my feeble mind can't wrap around all the title swapping. (laughs) Uh, last but not least for DC uh, there's a very weird comic by none other than Grant Morrison surprise surprise there called Green Lantern Black Stars oh those guys are coming back so if you have not been reading Green Lantern or the Green Lantern as it's called by uh, Grant Morrison that's been the run leading up to this don't probably don't read this <laughs> don't buy this comic folks <laughs> go back and read the older ones if you want to read some Jeff or Grant Morrison uh, Green Lantern but uh, this one was confusing for anybody that has not been part of the story if you're for the out of time. the loop yeah yep I mean I liked it for its weirdness but uh, okay we're hopping over to Marvel yeah. uh, <laughs> which Meh. yeah it's fair it's fair it's fair they um are continuing uh, with the almost the last couple of number ones from the new X-Men line curated by Jonathan Hickman. Almost! And almost. The last couple of number ones. <laughs> well, a next, lot of number ones next, in the X-Men, yeah, X-Men land know. now. Next week, when we get X-Men number two, we'll get the last new series, and then they'll all start plugging away. Um, oh, and by the way, if you are liking the X-Men stuff, uh, two and three will be out this month in November, and then everything else got delayed till 2020. Well, yeah. So December, <laughs> we'll have a... Dr- <laughs> yep. You know, which uh, I'm a little bit worried about their timeline because right. like they're uh, very succinct and very meshing yeah, together we, very nicely. We were kind of talking about how each number one is a continuing story of a different title. And yeah, they start putting them out. That's that's when I will stop is when they start releasing them out of order. Yeah. Okay. Do these people just continually like... Print media is at a deficit anyways. Like, are they literally trying to kill (laughs) comic books? Art takes time, Derek. No, Art takes time. I don't know. So that will be our next t-shirt, by the way. Focus on the good stuff. Yes. And stop making all this other superfluous crap and just make the good stuff. So give me the goods, baby. So in every uh, nine out of ten times when comic books start to go late it's because the art is taking a while and that's not to blame the artist it's usually the writers getting the artist their work late so they can't start drawing it yet <laughs> like and honestly when somebody like Pickman's in the position of like an editing position where he's the curator of all of it I'm sure a lot of that comes from him then they're doing too much that's, that's all I'm saying Sam get the button ready they're stepping on their own dicks is what they're doing yeah they're gonna kill yeah. the whole thing 
we're also being very alarmist about this. It's it's like no, two or three comics. We, we need to be. Al- no, it's not because like two of the four that I'm reading right now are delayed. And that's really making me mad. Yeah. They get your hooks in you. Listen, George, <laughs> Derek, get last night on Earth now. It'll be in next week. Continue. Allegedly. <laughs> no, that's uh, so. No, no it was delayed again till December 18th. No, it'll be in next week, Derek. Don't worry. It'll be in with Bedlam. Next week. Don't worry. Continue. So if you're wondering what we've been talking about for the last five minutes, uh, X-Force and New Mutants yes. number one came out there this week. There you go. We l- nailed it, Donnie. Thank you. Um, with Bedlam? With, with Bedlam, Bedlam yeah, with Yeah. Did you just pick up on that now? And the new no. lock and key. <laughs> and No, that, that is... Liars like, oh, went to bed, and the, lock, and the lock and key TV show. Uh-huh. That's when it'll be. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. New Mutants was the other X-Men number one. Wow, this comics corner is off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> um, can confirm uh, this can one confirm. co-written with Hickman uh, and Ed Breeson and then Rod Reese is on the artwork um, it's there's a weird scene transition in the middle that both Donnie and I had a little bit of a hiccup with but uh, they're talking all of a sudden and then they're in space all of a sudden in but space <laughs> suddenly fast and the furious <laughs> if, if you happen to be somebody who's listening to this podcast and will read New Mutants but has not yet they're talking about a friend that's not there that they want and they decide to get on a spaceship and they don't describe that very well. And there's a centerfold of Fonzie on a motorcycle jumping over a shark. <laughs> New Mutants have been to space so many times. Come on. <laughs> if that was a shark jump, then they did it decades ago. Um, and then uh, a few Spider-Man things out. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 33 going into a 2099 story, which is going to be an event, I think, coming up with all sorts of tie-ins and stuff. So if you like the 2099 world, then here it is. Uh, <sighs> Ghost Rider number two. So I went into this with zero expectations. I haven't picked up a Ghost Rider comic in since the number one relaunch in the 90s. Okay, yeah. And I absolutely love what's going on here. They awesome. Have, they have Danny right. Ketch and uh, Johnny Blaze. Blaze together in this one. And there's this whole, like, I mean, they got the frenemy thing kind of going where, like, they both have their own kind of devices and they don't really clash with each other. So I'm going to ask you all, because you're probably going to make fun of me, but when thinking of their name, do you get Johnny Storm and Johnny Blaze confused? Because Every time. Okay, good. It drives me insane. I almost said Johnny Storm just then. So I on occasion. Okay. I wouldn't say very, very often, but only because it's a Wu-Tang reference, too, mm. because <laughs> Method refers to himself as Johnny Blaze and then makes reference to Ghost Rider. Yeah. So. But yeah, every time I'm like Johnny Blaze, that's that, that's the guy that lights himself on fire. Yeah, right? Skippy, no. Skippy on fire, right? But they're, I guess they're both on fire, so it really doesn't wash in the end. So uh, Doctor Doom number two also came out, which I really like. The first one, it's by Christopher Cantwell of uh, recent She Could Fly uh, comics glory, as well as a couple of other things that he's worked on, and being a TV writer on top of that, busy dude. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it for the singles this week. There is one thing that I definitely want to give a shout out. Uh, this is the third volume that Image has done of uh, a collection of their first issues that has come out in like the last couple of years. Uh, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight comic books for five ninety nine. Holy crap! So wow. it's Copra, which just started up actually a week or two ago. Like they just dropped the number two, and they already put this in a dollar reprint. Nice. Um, Criminal number one by Ed uh, Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Uh, Gideon Falls number one 
um, Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrentino, and Dave Stewart. Same exact team that's on the Joker Killer Smile book that came out last week. Um, Ice Cream Man, number one. Isola, number one. Or? One, five... I don't remember. Isola number one, Oblivion Song number one, uh, Ooh. Trees and Unnatural all have their number one reprinted Holy in here. Cow. It's a heck of a deal. So if you want to try out some of these books that we talk about a lot, then uh, go and check this out. Nice. Six bucks. And did I see correctly that Superman Year One's already out? Yes. They did, collected what, that so fast. Right? Wasn't the last issue like two weeks ago? Two, maybe three at most. Yeah, that was weird. Yep. George, before you sign off, yeah. real quick. So uh, one character from um, the Guardians of the Galaxy universe that I really been interested in uh, backstory and stuff. There was a Yondu number yep. one. Mm -hmm. Is that what is that plan for? Is it just a one shot or is it a five or? I'll uh, I'll do some homework and get okay. back to you next okay. week on Cause, that. Because the, the first of all, the cover was really cool. It was, yeah. Or uh, you could buy it and find out. Well, uh, well, I probably will. I think I'm trying to sell comics here, Donnie. I think if I'm getting my, I was trying to sell one too. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I'm uh, remembering right, it's going to be either a five or a six issue miniseries. Okay, I think uh, so. Okay, cool. No, that's cool. The cover's great. Yeah. So check out if you because Yondu probably the most interesting character to me personally in the guardians of the galaxy um, yeah. franchise. Mm. Um, just, I mean, the guy is, he's lived some it was, tales. It was Michael Rooker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rooker, yeah. yeah absolutely. In the movie. Which yeah. is weird because the original guardians of the galaxy that had Yondu in it, mm -hmm. the character is so completely different yeah. than what they made Yondu into for the movies. I like the, the movie version. Y you yeah. would have. Yeah. Honestly, Yondu in the Guardians of the Galaxy comic was... Good. So they saw a deficiency and they built a great story around a, a character that got neglected originally. Yeah. It, Listen, that, that series originally anyways was just a psychedelic, a bunch of like the potheads in the corner were like, yeah, hey guys, yeah. make, make us a comic. We need another printing of something. And they were just like slapped it together in 27 seconds and no one bought it. No one cared about it. Can, can I drop a bit of news on Derek just to watch his head uh, explode right now? Okay. Is Here it in go. Comics Corner, or do we need to get out of Comics oh, Corner? Oh, I thought we were done. Nope, I was. I still got to plug the corner. Oh, I'm sorry. Go so ahead. if you want to catch more of Comics Corner, uh, look at our our, our feed. Uh, it should be above us or below us. I think they actually got out on time this we week. We did. Yay. Caterpillar Cafe. Join Comics them Corner. each week uh, where George and Travis and Corey talk about comics more in depth than they actually do here. So hey. check them out. And without Derek interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> Comics going Allegedly. All right. Allegedly. <laughs> he shows up sometimes. You ready to watch Derek's head explode? Here we go. Let's do it. In three. Oh, I thought you were going to finish counting. No, no. I'm... Kurt Russell's <gasps> Christmas Chronicles is getting a sequel. Oh, hell yeah. Filming is underway now. That's that's amazing. That's fantastic. Did any of you guys watch the Christmas Chronicles? I loved yes. it. it. Honestly, it's up there as one of my favorite. Dude, Christmas it was movies. fantastic. Yep. It was. Amazing. I know, but I know how much you love it, and Dude. so I thought you would love that. Corey, that Cage. Yeah, that's another one for our program. Sorry, <laughs> Sam. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Amanda's gonna be like, "Don't invite that kid back." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. So in a bit of... That's rad, dude. Yeah. Batman news. <gasps> Matt Reeves has done some more casting this week. Uh-oh. Saw that. So, as of this week, Andy Serkis will be playing Alfred. Okay. Cool. Huh. I I Colin mean... Farrell will be playing... 
The penguin. Is that um, confirmed? It's it's pretty much locked in. Can oh my confirm. God. So, um, so they've Farrell. been through seven. Colin Farrell. They've been through seven different. This guy's going to be penguins. Well, everybody else that was going to be cast backed out. So guess this what? Is, that tells me there's something seriously wrong with the script. Maybe. Or they um, just couldn't agree on a price tag because honestly, as many stars as they're casting for villains. I don't know. The, I, the, the money for this movie is going to be astronomical. I think um, Col- I think Colin Farrell has a pretty high quote still. So I haven't even gotten to the uh, the big rumor one. Okay. Well, Cage has something to say. <coughs> We're talking about Colin Farrell that played Bullseye. Bullseye. Yeah, that guy. Bullseye. Um, as the Penguin. So the guy that they cast to finish the movie that Heath Ledger was filming when he died to take over his role in the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. One of them. Is going to play the Penguin. Correct. I'm not okay with any of this. Me neither. Doesn't Donnie already hate superheroes that play a superhero that are playing a different superhero? So at this point, it's a moot point. I've had to get over it at this point. And honestly... We broke him. No. So what it was, finally, was Ryan Reynolds redeemed himself. Okay. Mm, And honestly, I couldn't have... I couldn't have let the, my my <clears throat> anger for playing dual superhero stand when it would have left him as Green Lantern. I, I he had to get yeah. over with yeah. after that. So again, to my point of saturation, which we've talked about at length, we are too often now, in my opinion, reaching into a very small pool of actors that are qualified to play these roles that we're just reusing them. It just seems, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the casting rumor. Yeah. Here's the, here's the bomb. Matthew McConaughey as Two-Face. I love it. <laughs> of course, that's the one you love. He hasn't been in a superhero movie that I know of. <laughs> He's a crazy person. And so is Two Face. Well, all He's right, not all old. right, all right. <laughs> I oh. actually am not mad about this. I'm not either. I, I you should guys be. Are a bunch of fickle. People. No, have you ever seen the movie? I forget <laughs> the movie. Thank you, Mayor Quimby. <laughs> I forget the movie that he was in. Uh, I forget the title of the movie. It was the movie that uh, where Bill Paxton was his dad, and he was crazy, and there were demons everywhere, and then it turned out he wasn't crazy after all. Spoilers. That's that good narrows movie. it down. <laughs> that, no, do you know movie. what movie yeah, I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I've never seen Matthew McConaughey like dark and scary and intense before, and he kills it. Granted, this movie was like twenty some years ago, so I don't know. But I know I, just, I saw one real recently where he <clears throat> basically is. I, I felt was the spiritual <gasps> successor of Fear and Loathing. It there's was also so freaking. There's weird. also a where Gary Oldman plays his brother and is a little person and that he got intense in that movie too. That movie was garbage, but he did okay. If the the movie you're talking about that he was just in yes. was awesome. Yeah, I wish I could remember the name because it was one of those that just popped up on Hulu yeah. and I discovered that Hulu had movies and I'm like, oh, this looks interesting and I was like, why has nobody ever talked about this movie? Yeah, it's incredible. And the remember? movie she's talking about is Frailty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From 2001. 
I, if you want yeah. something with him, with Dark, with uh, recent stuff, it, the first season of True Detective was killer. Oh it was, my that god, was so good. One of his best performances, yep. hands down. Yep, it was amazing. It's crazy. He's had a bit of a research. I mean, I don't know if he ever went away, but he's no. come back he like better, the king better the, and better. He's the king in the universe right now. Dude, like, I can um, do no wrong in my book. With that though, he did play Randall Flag, the Man in Black, in, oh. in the Dark Tower movie. Yeah. And well, that's the thing. Okay. Not never, even that existed. Not even Matthew McConaughey could save that script. So uh, uh, a quick couple other <laughs> articles. Uh, the Harley Quinn cartoon has been moved to HBO Max. Cool. Which, yeah, we expected we that. that. Sure. Uh, the entire Hocus Pocus cast is set to return for the sequel. No. Would you rather be different people? No, I don't want it to exist. I want to burn the studio down that's making it. Okay. To, you uh, leave something perfect. <laughs> it it's like taking like a gigantic precious jewel and just like taking a, a and then just smashing it to everything and then just putting it in a shanty town and just saying here, take all of take this precious beautiful <laughs> thing, just, just rape <laughs> burn the town down. This and is then the just worst analogy I've it. ever. <laughs> heard it's like taking a gym and then there's some hobos and then the lone ranger shows up uh elijah, put your refuse all over everything that the all over the thing that i love elijah wood wants to produce the next nightmare on elm street movie huh. so so i i listened to he was on last podcast on the left today and was talking about that they they like the idea of doing it. There's no talks of it actually happening. Yeah, he just said he'd like to do it. Yeah. Um, well, when we have Elijah Wood on the podcast next week, we'll talk to him about it. To get, I have some questions about Maniac. <laughs> to get their Star Wars movie back, Disney Plus will be running Stars ads on their splash screens. I don't know what that means. So basically. <laughs> Right now, Stars has some streaming rights for oh, uh, the Last the Jedi, Disney, yeah. and I think Solo. To be able to get those movies back so they can stream all the Star Wars movies on Disney Plus, they've agreed to put ads for Stars up on their splash screen. Whatever. When you first all right, it. sure. Um, <laughs> okay, we're gonna skip that story. You're dragging the bottom of the barrel there, Donnie. It's gonna be a twenty-minute <laughs> fight. Um, also, Disney Plus and Amazon have worked out a last-second deal to stream on Amazon devices, which makes me extremely happy. Finally, so I didn't just spend a, a fortune on a, on a streaming service I couldn't get. In case you hadn't heard about it, in other Amazon news, uh, they have <gasps> taken the much lucrative Kickstarter for Critical Role, The Legends of Vox Thank Machina. You. Amanda would have killed me if I didn't get that story. And added another 12 episodes. Yep, it, cool. I, that, That's a bonus. Uh, maybe maybe I 14, actually. I shared that on our Facebook page a couple days yeah. ago. Yeah. Yep. To make so it excited. even better for the Kickstarter people so they don't feel like they got asked out for their show. <laughs> right. They're going to get, uh, I think it's a six-month subscription absolutely free to Amazon Prime to watch the show. Awesome. That's so, so good. That's cool. Plus some bonus content that won't be on Amazon. but They better get their freaking rewards. They'll get the too. rewards. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah no, they, okay. they, okay. they paid, okay. the, they paid to have down, the initial I show. It. I got it. I got it. Um, Continue. Peter Cullen, <laughs> best known as Optimus Prime. Yes. Cullen. I said that. That's what he said. Oh, I thought you said Peter Cullen. I was no, like, I don't Cullen. know who that That's is. What I heard. Peter Cullen, um, best known for the voice of Optimus Prime, is getting the Lifetime Achievement Award for voice acting. Oh, awesome. That's fantastic. Awesome. 
he, he's done a lot more than Optimus Prime. Yeah, but, but that's, I mean, that's knows so iconic. Yeah, that's amazing. And what should be no shocker to anyone, BH90210 has been canceled after one season. Thank God. What? Well, I mean, what, what, what? Luke Perry died. What, what, what? <laughs> a wildly mediocre show when it was out got canceled when they tried to reboot it? What? No. <laughs> hey, Sam, thanks for all the hard work you got to do tonight. Uh, Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Corey? Yep. <laughs> hey Derek uh, I just want to put out a disclaimer to Miss Amanda the boss very, <laughs> you mean an sorry. apology yes uh, <laughs> I'm very very sorry for my choice of poor language today and I hope that I'm allowed to come back get to your dumpster I don't think she actually <laughs> Ooh, to the show. she doesn't yeah. um, real quick one last news story Cosmos is returning and got a premiere date on Nat Geo and then it will air on Fox after that. Cool. So that's weird because National Geographic's also got their channel on Disney Plus. Yeah. How's that going to work out? Oh. Okay. <laughs> hey, Katie. Hocus Pocus. You leave Hocus Pocus alone. <laughs> what if it's good, though? It's not going to be. There's no way it's going to be. I think be. it's got a It's shot. just more Hocus Pocus. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, George. Donnie, thank you for all your hard work. Uh, thank you for all your hard work. And with that, folks, we are out of here. Nothing can kill the grimace. Nothing, Nothing can, can kill, kill the grimace. grimace. Nothing. Nothing can kill the grimace. Nothing can kill the grimace. You've been listening to AU Radio. Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. like to contact the show follow us on twitter at au underscore radio facebook at au radio podcast instagram at au dot radio or you can email the show at podcast at adv you can also support this show and all the shows on au radio by becoming a patron of the au radio network find us on patreon as au radio at adventures underground you can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as a dollar a month thanks for listening